This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. For the past week, the eyes of the world have been on America. Since video footage of the death of George Floyd went viral, there have been daily riots, protests, some violent, some peaceful, and the global movement against racism and police brutality. All this on the back of the coronavirus pandemic and an economic recession. So what is going on in the land of the free? Our good friend Emma Mullings moved to America last year. She's living through this crazy time with her family, her husband Terrence and her four kids. And Emma joins us from Miami in Florida. Hey, Em. Hey, how are you going? How are you going? Is, are you okay? Is your family all okay? <laughs> we are. We are. Everyone's healthy. Um, we are still... Uh, here in Florida, we are still on a relative lockdown. Okay. You really picked an interesting time to move to the US, Emma. Did you imagine that it would ever be like this? <laughs> I did. Ha- I had no idea what was coming for me, Katrina. I definitely had no idea, but here we are. And yeah. you know what? Honestly, for such a time as this, I, I think God knew and, yeah, mm. we're here at the right time. Mm. In terms of the the protests and riots and things like that, are things starting to calm down at all? So we are in, a, I guess, a general um, lockdown, as in most things are still closed. We have to wear masks if we go anywhere. But now we have a curfew in place, which is separate to a lockdown. Um, the curfew is that we cannot leave the house after 8pm due to riot. Yeah, you cannot leave your house. You're mm. arrested if you break the curfew. Um, and people who are on visas don't want to get arrested. So that's wow. us. <laughs> that is full So on. we're staying indoors. Yes. Mm. What has actually happened in Miami and, and how has it affected the family? Yeah, look, that's a big question. I follow Australian news and American news. Um, and I did find it quite interesting how Australia has supported and been privy to some of the things that have been happening here. There were actually four incidences in one week. So I know you mentioned George Floyd. Um, he was one of four in one week here. So there's been quite a bit going on. And yes, there are resulting riots here. After living here for a year, I actually have a very different perspective. I just want to break it down a little bit. It is, I understand it would be quite hard for some Australians, not all Australians, for some Australians to kind of understand, um, I guess, the rage, the depths of the trauma of the racism here. But it is so, it's, it's actually been the most shocking thing for me um, moving to America. Um, and I guess what, what was even more shocking was that everyone was a little bit like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Mm. It's just everyone kind of talked about it, saw it, didn't do anything. Whereas for an Australian kind of stepping into it um, and racism being everywhere and just so normal, you know, we, we, we're not quite used to it. As, I'm not saying Australia is perfect, but we're not used to it at the depth that it is here. Mm. And obviously, just for the listeners, I am white Australian. My husband born in Brisbane, but he is black Australian. Um, we have four kids. So... In Australia, we've never been referred to or as a mixed race couple, but here that is our label. Mm. So, so yeah, we look. The racism was a, definitely a hard pill for me to swallow. I was fully, I, I was aware of it. I just didn't realize it would affect 
so much. Just like little things, you know, anything that has to do with a customer service, like I'll go and line up or I'll go and ask a question. Just stuff that Terence in Australia wouldn't really think twice about doing. Wow. Um, you know, Are when you we're serious? applying for houses. Are you saying I, I am that Katrina, you get in the line because you're white and you'll be treated differently than if Terence gets in the queue? What, he'll be made to wait or he won't be treated with the same respect? Are you serious? I am 100% serious. And I know, so you're shocked because in Australia, that just wouldn't go, that wouldn't fly. But here, it's just so normal. And, and it's definitely been the most challenging thing about our move. Like applying for houses, you know, you just, yeah, we don't, you don't put your photo on certain things. Like I'll put the application in my name. There's, I, what shocked me actually even more than the racism was, that people were just like, it is what it is, that kind of thing. But I think now we have, so here we had four incidences in one week. You know, you couldn't pretend it wasn't happening anymore. And I heard um, T.D. Jake say this, this quote this week. He said, America's like a bad marriage where the only thing that keeps you together is silence. <laughs> it's like, we don't fight, but we just don't talk about it. Uh, and we just don't really like each other. And I think for me, you know, I didn't really understand America um, because I didn't, I didn't have a really good understanding of the original sin, slavery, and how long it went on, the depth, the depravity of it, how, how it took a civil war to end it, and I guess the residue that has been left in the culture mm. here of how people see each other, and yet nobody really has up until now talked about it. So... When you, I mean, and this is, you know, this is my husband. Terence was born in Brisbane, but, you know, his, so his grandmother, she, her parents were slaves. So, I mean, and even here in, I mean, here in Florida in the 1970s, like black people still couldn't go to the public swimming pool because they weren't allowed to swim in the same pool mm. um, as white people. So it's, pre- it's pretty fresh. It's pretty fresh. And I think for us in Australia, we've been, um, you know, a little bit separated from it. I know Australia obviously has its own issues, mm. um, but I'm just talking from an American perspective. Yep, yep. Okay. So, well, that, that's really informative for us to understand that. So, Emma, you know this, the phrase Black Lives Matter, I mean, that that phrase has been a, a little bit divisive for some people. They They feel like, you know, well, why is it just Black Lives that matter? What's your take on that phrase, Black Lives Matter, and what it really means? Um, I have to be honest with you, Katrina. Before I moved to America, I probably would have thought the same thing. In fact, I shouldn't say that. I did think the same thing. Um, But now after living here for a year, I have a very different perspective on that as well. So I explained it to someone like this the other day. I said, I have four children. If one of them gets bullied and has been getting bullied for hundreds of years, hypothetically, Mm. I will attend to that child and do whatever it takes to stop them being hurt. My other three kids aren't being bullied. It's not that their lives don't matter. It's just that I need to focus on my one child that's being bullied as it's an ongoing problem. Mm. So it's it's not saying that your life doesn't matter. It's saying there is a group of people who are severely oppressed, marginalised, and I'm choosing really nice words, um, just treated so incredibly differently. It's hard to even get my head around it if I hadn't seen it for myself I wouldn't have believed it mm-hmm. and yeah we need we need to attend to that group of people and we need to get behind them and support them and fight for them
Yeah. I heard someone mention, I mean, not that comparing people to animals, but someone said, you know, it's like save the whales. You know, it doesn't mean you don't care about the rest of nature or the rest of the ocean, but it's recognising that they're, you know, they're critically endangered and need extra help. Um, okay. So, look, through this whole campaign, uh, have there been any positives to come out of it? Do you think it could lead to change? Do you know what, Katrina? I actually do think some positives are going to come out of this. And I per- I actually do think I'm quite hopeful. And I've been speaking to a lot of people here about this, black and white. And I think in general, what has held back any change has been the silence. Even if they, they don't endorse it, um, they're not racist themselves, they're just silent. So it by default endorses the oppressor. So I think now that prominent people and a lot of people are continuing to talk and and make noise, um, I actually do think that this could be the beginning of lasting change. Mm. I think when enough people unite behind something, lasting change can happen. And they haven't seen they haven't seen this kind of I guess support. So I I personally think it could be the beginning of something good. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you so much for taking us through it, Emma, and helping us to understand a little bit better both what your experience has been but also the culture that, you know, you're living in. So thanks for that. You're very welcome. Yeah, that's Emma Mullings, our mama in Miami, living through this extraordinary time in the US. And you can find out more about Terence and Emma, what they're doing over there at c3historymakers.com or you can follow them on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.